For now, Mac Maharaj has got a few days more, I think, to go before he steps down as uh, the uh, president, uh, as the president's spokesperson. Uh, so let's let's rate how, how he's done. Chris Vick is with me, who's the director of uh, Black Reputation Management. That's the agency, of course, by that name. Chris, appreciate your time. Hi. Hi, Ashraf. Great to be on. Th- thank you so much. Right. So, first of all, let's just get this right. Presidential spokesperson, spin doctor. What's the difference? Uh, it depends who you are and how you approach this kind of thing. But I think they're essentially the same. Somebody whose job is to promote and protect the reputation of the head of state. You can call it spokesperson. You can call it spin doctor, reputation manager. doesn't really matter, but the brief is the same. Is, is spin doctor, by the way, a, a negative connotation? Not in my view. I mean, I think a lot of journalists think it is. I think a lot of people ask questions about why. But my my approach to this sort of work, and I'm sure Mr. Maharaj uses the same one, is your job is to package things in such a way that it gets uh, positive publicity for your principle. That means spinning. It doesn't mean lying. It just means putting a particular interpretation on, 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 a, on a set of events or... On, on a development or an issue that is, is topical. Okay, so we, I thought it's an interesting one. Let, let's talk about Mac Maharaja and how he's performed. Uh, we're not discussing anything before you took on this position, so if, if others, others want to say, why are we discussing Operation Vula and whatever else, I don't know. We're talking about in this role as the spin doctor. How, how, do, do you rate him? How well has he done? Look, I, I think if you, if, you, if you take a step back and you look at two particular things. One is that Mr. Maharaj was 76 when he took on this assignment, and yet he's shown the energy of, of people a third or a half of his age. I, I think given given his background, given where he comes from, and the fact that he's never done this kind of work before, mm-hmm. I think he's, he's done an incredible job in promoting and protecting the president's image. The second thing is that he came into the administration at a time where there have been very few good news stories to tell. I mean, if you if you look back from 2011 to now, there's been a Kundler, there's been water there have been e-tolls, a whole series of very, very difficult public issues to manage. And to some extent, I think that's, that's the context in which you have to assess Mr. Maharaja's performance, is not just how well he did in, in, in managing the president's image, but how well he did in managing the president's image at a time when it's been under severe attack, whether it's in parliament, in the media, globally, locally, you know, it hasn't been an easy assignment at all. And, and I think, you know, if you, if you look back over the four years, yes, he's been brittle at times, he's been quite dismissive of issues at times, and he hasn't made that many friends, but none of those are things that he was appointed to do. He was appointed to put this ring of steel around President Zuma as the head of state during very, very difficult times. And that's an interesting one, the, the, the ring of steel, right? Uh, so, so he doesn't make the news, but, but, but he certainly uh, governs what, what we know and, and how, he, how he expresses what, either his opinion or, or the opinion of, of the president, right, Chris? Well, I think whatever he says, it's seen as representing the president's opinion. And, and I think that's why the timing of some of his interventions has been quite interesting. The, the, I don't think the Zuma administration is going to go down as the most media friendly. I think there's definitely been a sense of hostility, uh, neutral, sometimes negative towards the media from the beginning of the Zuma administration. So within that context, he's had to manage the messaging and, as I say, manage the timing. There have been some issues that, in my view, have dragged on for far too long without direct media interventions. There have been others where the, where the presidency has been quite responsive. And, and I think that would be my one criticism, is that some of the issues were allowed to 
drag on longer than they should have or could have when a quick intervention could have dealt with things. Now, with something like Ntandla, it's complex mm. because you've got public protectors reports, you've got other inquiries, you've got the parliamentary process, etc. But sometimes it felt as if the presidency was on the back foot and it was becoming almost like it had its back against the wall on some of these issues. But as I say, that's partly because of the political principle, partly because I think of Mr. Maharaj's own personality, which is which is one that tries to project. Um, I, I don't quite know how to describe it, but there, there's a sort of statesmanship about Mr. Mm, Maharaj mm, himself, mm, in that he, he, you know, I mean, he he does have an incredible history. He does have he's made an amazing contribution to our freedom and beyond. And, you know, you combine that personality with. The, as I say, the, the Zoom administration's posture towards the media, we, we were always going to have a very clipped engagement. It was never going to be particularly warm or conducive. And, and, I, and I think that's how we will remember him, someone who did his best to manage very, very, very difficult times, but occasionally could have been more yeah. outgoing. More I, 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 I think the key, the key, you know, well, for me, the litmus test would be, you know, did he, you know, whatever reason, how, whatever age he got into into this position is, is another whole debate, but did he, at the end of his tenure, did he enhance the reputation and the image of of President Zuma in terms of how he, either Mac Maharaj himself came across or how he interpreted what the president was saying or trying to say? Well, you know, I used this phrase earlier about protecting and promoting. Mm. I think Mr. Maharaj did the protecting very well. I don't think he did the promoting very well. But it's, as I say, it's difficult to promote and push out positive messages when you are under attack literally from the day that you come into office. And we also can't look at him in isolation. I mean, to a large extent, entities like GCIS and the ANC itself should have been putting out some of the more positive messages um, while Mr. Maharaj was uh, defending the president's reputation. You say, it's, 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 and just I want to get to opinion as well. So if you wish to call in, I can take maybe one or two very quick calls, strong views on this absolutely welcome uh, and original thoughts on this encouraged. 0891 104207. Uh, we do have uh, Tabo saying, well, the word spin is unacceptable. It has a wrong meaning. Uh, there's some other comments I'll just pick up from Twitter very, very quickly, selectively, uh, if, if I can. Uh, Mo Mercedes saying, Mac Maharaj shone long and bright, much to the chagrin of the media lynch mob. Interesting one, uh, indeed. Uh, Azania Native saying, being a spin doctor for a man like JZ, it must have been a very must have been very challenging. I mean, the man is in the papers for mostly the wrong thing, something that was alluded to as well. Unati saying he did well under the scandal situations. He can rest well with his family. And, and there's more, of course. I'll go through all of those things. Around. So so your thoughts then um, in terms of, uh, now just to remind people, we are chatting to Krizvik, by the way, who's the director of the Black, Manage, Black Reputation Management Agency. We're talking about Mac Maharaj, who's uh, got a few days to go now as the, uh, spokesperson of the president. Mac, uh, 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 Chris, in terms of some specifics, you know, let's talk about, you know, in Kandla, right? How, how did Mac Maharaj handle in Kandla? So, a lot of it is, well, not all of it, it it's not his own doing, but it's mm. something that has not gone away, we know that. How has he handled it, and what advice would you give him if he had come to you for advice? Well, I, I think in Kandla and a lot of what we call media crises are actually political management crises where you need firm political decision-making on particular issues. For example, if the president is to pay back the money, that is a political decision that needs to be taken, which then needs to be communicated by Mr. Maharaj. So I, th I think a lot of the challenges that he's had to face have, as I say, been political issues rather than communication issues. 
Secondly, he's been constrained by other parties involved in this thing, as I said earlier, Parliament, the public protector, etc. But if, if I look back, I think it could have been done better. I think that the difficulty that the presidency faced, and which in a sense is reinforced, was a very dismissive approach to the issue. And I think that if, if the presidency and Mr. Maharaj had been more engaging with the public, more transparent, less hostile, less dismissive, I think that might have contributed to some extent. The ANC has acknowledged, and they did this about a year ago, that, that, that it itself miscommunicated to its members, to its structures, and to the media around the Ntandla issue. And I think that, that's, you know, I, I would agree with that. I think that from day one it was underestimated. I think there might have been a sense that it's just going to die or it could be flicked away, whereas it hasn't. And I think it's partly because it was mismanaged early on. If the management was different then, if there was more transparency and more outgoingness, I think the public response would have been slightly different to what it is now. And in particular, the media. I mean, it's become an, almost a, a, a whip with which to beat the presidency no matter what happens. And Kandler is always going to come up again and again. If it had been dealt with differently, there would have been a slightly different context. Is, is, is there, therefore, you know, any issue where, in your opinion, McMahon just got it wrong in terms of his handling? I wouldn't say got it wrong, but I think it could have been done differently. But I, we also don't know what's done behind the scenes because, I mean, a lot of the kind of work that I do, and I'm sure Mr. Maharaj does, is not what happens publicly in the media. It's what mm. you're saying to journalists and editorial decision makers behind the scenes. And I don't think... I don't think there was much of that going on. I don't have a sense that there was much of that going on. And that's certainly an area where things could have been done differently. To take one or two journalists or editors into your confidence, to talk to them about process, you know, just so that, so that the, the reception and the perception is slightly different to what it would have been. All right. What, what about, you know, for many people, the, the outflow of information has been rather slow. There have been many times, uh, first, like, very topical the issue of the road statue, uh, then the issue of what happened in, in Parliament a few, uh, a few weeks ago, the opening of Parliament, it was, I think it was, uh, that the President has been very slow to respond, not in Parliament, but outside of Parliament. Isn't that, I, I isn't, agree with isn't that, that yeah. the role, then, of, of the spin doctor to, to guide the communication line in terms of, Mr. President, this is when you need to say it and how quickly and how urgently we need to tackle a response. I couldn't agree more, and I think that's that's the hallmark of successful reputation managers, is they're not just able to influence the media, but they're able to influence their political principles to do particular things, knowing the media cycle, knowing the way the news agenda works. And I think in, in Mr. Maharaja's case, let's remember, he wasn't just a spokesperson, he was a special advisor, which meant he also had a particular level of access to the president. I, I agree with you. I think that, that if he was to have been more successful, he would have needed to be having more conversations with the president around, we really should do this, we should speak out on that, we should intervene on that. The difficulty though, Ashraf, is if your political principle doesn't agree with you, and if your political principle feels that an issue is not as important as you feel it is, you're you, in a difficult situation, because you do still have to respect your principle, you can give as much advice mm -hmm. as you like. My, my, my benchmark always with clients is, if they take three of the five pieces of advice that I'm giving them, I'm happy. I mean, it's there. You're never going to get a total success rate because in a sense, the principal feels they, they, they're kind of advocating a particular level of decision-making to you. And I All think right. with politicians in particular, they want to own some of these decisions themselves. Let me, let me, let me do this. Let me, take you, let me take one quick call before we wrap up. Sig, go ahead. Hi. 
Good morning, Ashraf. Morning. I, I, I think um, McNair Raj has tremendous talent. He still has, and he could have done so much for South Africa. But instead, he uh, was much the same as Alistair Campbell, the, Tony Blair's uh, spin doctor. He uh, misused, abused uh, his his talents uh, to support a shadowy clique of of power abusers who abuse even the rule of law. He did that. Uh, the same thing that he accused. Uh, President Thabo Mbeki of doing. Uh, uh, he accused Thabo Mbeki of being in, in a t- shadowy uh, power clique that is abusing the rule of law. Mm-hmm. And, and, he, and he said he confessed that he was party to that, even though he wasn't directly okay. involved. But now he has got his fingers extremely dirty. Shame on Mac Maharaj. Yeah, right. Well, well we'll that. see. Well, you know, that, that story will come through, I'm sure, and, and others may have different opinions on that one. Uh, Sig, thanks for that. So, what are your thoughts? Just by the way, uh, we can't take more calls. The, the rain, let's call it that, the rain of Matt Maharaj as the spin doctor of the president is about to come to an end. How, how do you rate it? Uh, there's two comments. I think he's done a great job uh, as the mouth or the mouthpiece I think it is of Zuma. It uh, just goes to show how low a person can stoop to being with the fat cats. I'm glad this is not the father figure from Temba. Let's also agree that as a spin doctor you have to protect someone who makes mistakes come from David and Tunzi. Uh, Mac covered up Zuma's criminal activities uh, uh, what happened to the corruption charges laid against Mac and his wife about the highway investigation. In fact both of those issues have stories to run there. Okay Chris, Chris Vick I think the point you made about defending. Uh, Patrick Craven in fact just stood down as Chris Arthur spokesperson the other day where he said mm. I cannot defend them any longer. Do, do we therefore then take the make the assumption right that no matter what we in a position that uh, that if you do not ever step down you then must agree with with the president or you must agree with that person that you purport to represent certainly i mean i think there's probably a daily crisis of, of conscience that goes on for for all people who work as, as mouthpieces for political principles or business people you you have to fully believe in the person or the institution that you are promoting and protecting if you don't you can't do the job properly and i think every now and then you know one one gets to the stage where there's a crisis of conscience clearly patrick craven has experienced that after 15 years i certainly don't think it's the case in mac maharaj's situation but it is an issue you you know you you reach the stage where you think no i can't do this anymore i can't honestly and legitimately say what you expect me to say or do what you expect me to do okay that's where we're going to leave it uh chris vick the director of black reputation management agency appreciate your time a fascinating one, Matt Maharaj, how well has he done as a President Zuma spokesperson?